Welcome to Thrive Mode Radio with your host, Marcus Mackay, founder of M-Perform. For the last decade, Marcus has helped thousands of clients go from survival mode to thrive mode. As you'll agree, much of the world is overstressed, overworked, under-exercised, and undernourished, and we don't want you to be one of them. This weekly podcast will help you upgrade your mindset, your nutrition, your recovery, and your training so that you can thrive physically, personally, and professionally. So let's get into it. Welcome back to another episode of Thrive Mode Radio. I'm your host, Mark Mackay, and this episode is all about how to get summer shredded. And I said that on purpose, but uh, how to get ready to look your best on the beach, on your vacation. It doesn't have to be summertime. Maybe you want to you listen to this podcast in the winter or in the fall, whatever it is. Uh, but I want to create the mindset and training and nutrition habits so that you can optimize your physique. So this might be the most important lesson of this podcast is you don't always want to be on a diet. Who wants to always be on a diet, always in a calorie restriction? I don't. It's bullshit. So the framework we use at Emberform is seasonal. There's seasons to health and fitness. So think about this. In the winter, when we're not moving as much, especially in Canada, you know, food's a little bit higher, calories a little higher. I probably want to push performance, strength, power, hypertrophy, which means muscle gain, those types of that's my training. That's how I do it in the wintertime. And that, and how kind of how I gear my clients. So use the winter months to get strong, capable, powerful, all that kind of stuff. And then use the summer months right now, springtime for body composition and physique. And then in the summer, maybe we're really working on aerobic health, uh, endurance, athletic training, that type of stuff. So you have these seasonals and it gives you so much clarity. Okay. So in Q1 of, of the year, like first quarter, I'm working on hypertrophy and strength. I'm trying to get muscle mass. I'm trying to get strong, those types of things. Awesome. In the springtime, let's unpack that. Let's reduce body fat, you know, keep you strong. And of course, we want to maintain as much lean muscle mass as possible, but then get you ready for the summer. So it's more physique training, more body composition. Cool. And then the third quarter, let's move into some endurance training, some athleticism, that kind of stuff obviously to keep you lean, but also to promote those important systems of your body. And then the last quarter of the year, you know, you got Thanksgiving, you got Christmas. I mean, those are just two days, two days, but calories a little bit higher. Weather's a little bit down. You're not moving as much. Let's push strength. Let's get you strong. So then you all, you have this clarity. It's like, when I, when I go through this with clients, they're like, ah, that makes sense. Yeah. So you're not always in a freaking diet. Anyways, um, let's talk about getting you ready, body composition training, uh, talk about getting abs and, and having a good midsection. And so we'll call this podcast midsection mastery. So the first thing is two parts. If you want to have abs, you got to get less fat. You got to have bigger abs. And I suggest doing the first one first. So how do you get less fat and how do you, how do you present the midsection? I promise you it's not by doing 3000 crunches. It won't, it won't. I don't care if you're, if your diet's not on point and you're just doing 3000 crunches a day, 
just you might be building some stuff underneath, but there's still going to be some soft stuff in between that. And that's not what we want, right? Uh, we want to show it. Um, I want to go back a little bit uh, and I want to talk about why people want to chase apps. There's nothing cool about apps. There really isn't. I've had them. I have them right now. It's the type of person that has apps that I really respect. The type of person who stays lean, that stays athletic, that has the self-respect, that has the self-discipline to have abs. That's what you want. And you want to be able to take your shirt off and not even flinch, not even think about it. No flinch, right? You want to go on vacation? It's not even a, uh, uh, like, what if that person is there and they see me with a, that's bullshit. I don't want you to live like that. I want to help you so that you can take your shirt off and feel so confident. You can look at yourself in the mirror when you're brushing your teeth and be like, hell yeah. That's the identity. It's not the abs. Nothing cool about abs. No one cares about them. It's what it serves you, what it does for you. So let's talk about diet. If you can't get your diet under control, you won't have abs, right? Or you might have abs and then you flip flop and all that kind of stuff. So Preparation is going to be super important. Really, really focusing on high quality lean proteins and fiber and vegetables. Those are going to be your main focuses, right? Carbohydrates. Yes, we're going to have them obviously when we train and stuff like that. And at night, um, but your main focus should be on maintaining high protein because we don't want to lose any of the lean muscle mass you have. And it's going to be more satiating, all that kind of stuff. So in terms of tracking your calories, what I would do for the next two weeks is eat a very similar thing, eat a very similar amount of calories to just, and track it and just see where you're at. So let's say over the next two weeks, every single day, you average 2,500 calories, uh, but your weight doesn't, your weight doesn't change. Then I would drop it by about at least 300, maybe 500 to 2000 calories and just do it for another two weeks and just assess right? Because everybody's different. Everybody needs a certain amount of different amount of calories. But the first thing is just getting clear on where your current status is. So track your food for the next two weeks and see how many calories you're actually just eating, track it in my fitness pal or whatever. And if your weight doesn't change, it doesn't go up or down, you know what your baseline is, you know what your maintenance calories is. Then over the preceding weeks, you can drop calories. Yeah, I would start if you're training hard, drop by like 350, 300 calories, um, but keeping protein super high, at least um, one gram of protein per lean body mass for you. So lean body mass, a good rule of thumb uh, would be your height in centimeters. That's how much protein you likely need a day. And that's not an exact figure, just better calculations, but just for our purposes today. So then if I want to lose, and, and I'm talking about fat, if I have 15 pounds to lose over the next two and a half months or three months, whatever it is, and it's in my midsection, whatever it is, wherever it is, my goal should be to lose between one and two pounds of fat, two pounds at the very high level per week. That's my goal. If I'm dropping faster than that, too fast. More than two pounds per week, too fast. Slow it down because then you're losing muscle. We don't want to lose that because that's going to have detrimental impact on your metabolism. 
So every week I would recommend that you step on a scale daily and just have an objective relationship. The scale is just, just showing what's going on and doing some waist circumference at least once a week, just to see how you're tracking. Um, it's going to be super important because if you say, Hey, I want to do this this summer and you're not willing to track, it's likely not going to happen. If you want the abs, we got to do what others probably won't. Okay. So that, that covers nutrition and then just being very consistent. So you want to be in about 500, I would say 350. The more I can with a client, I want to keep my athletes fed. I don't want to drop their calories too quickly. I want them to perform in the gym because when calories go down, so does performance in the gym. So does energy. So I like keeping calories high and just improving performance. So, but I would start with 350, 500 calorie uh, deficit uh, from your baseline and then track week over week that we're looking for about, uh, let's call it a pound and a half. Cool. So that's nutrition training. So let's talk about how to get your abs bigger. So the abs work uh, in a number of really important ways. And people think about, oh, core training, all that kind of stuff. So I want to differentiate the difference between core training and ab training. So core training is very, you've heard functional training, like planks, uh, rotational stuff. Uh, think about your core being this stability, this rock. So if your core didn't exist, everything would just collapse, right? Your core is what helps uh, transmit force between your upper and lower body. So think about like a golf swing, I'm transmitting force, like I'm driving through the floor as I swing uh, to get acceleration through the club in my upper body. That's my core is helping me drive energy from my lower to upper body. Same thing with tennis from my hips all the way through slap shot and hockey. So that's how your core works functionally. So core training for that, um, you know, there's things like farmer's carries. There's things like chops, uh, uh, rotational, um, you know, those types of things are what's going to really develop your core so that your body can work synergistically as a unit. But if you want to have your abs really come out and pop, we're going to have to do some spinal flexion. Probably going to have to do some uh, weighted rotation, those types of things to really bring out that midsection. And um, so your core, let's talk about the, the important muscle groups that really shine. So your rectus abdominis is your, your six pack. Okay. Uh, your obliques, that's your sex lines, you know, the V taper, those types of things. Uh, I think it's important that you think about your low back and your erectors for your core and your uh, QLs, because that whole system keeps everything nicely tight in shape, right? So if I want to really develop that six pack, and this is probably what people are going to take notes on today is spinal flexion is basically bringing my sternum. Okay. So my top of my rib cage, a sternum to my pelvis, that's spinal flexion. Okay. That's what's really going to work. Your rectus abdominis also bringing your legs to your chest. Those two movements are probably going to be your best bet. So what are some of my favorite exercises? Well, a decline crunch. And you want to, you really want to train them slowly and in control. Your abs work like any other muscle. The better you can contract them, the better they develop. 
So when I go through, you want to think about breathing. Actually, I didn't mention this, but your diaphragm, being able to breathe under being contracted and holding and bracing is going to be super important. So you've got to think about your ab training, like your breathing practice, which is a good way to look at it, right? Going back to sports, as you swing, right? As you make contact with the ball, you hear these women uh, moan and not moan, sorry, women, uh, I guess they, they make noises on contact to accelerate the ball. But it's important to get your, your breathing, your diaphragm working with the muscles of your ribcage. So decline crunches, you can add load, um, you can do hanging leg raises to really develop the lower parts of the abs. Um, which will be good. Those are probably my two favorite exercises and just done to perfection. Okay. If you really want to bring up your midsection, I would really focus on those two. do them at least like three days a week, um, at least two, uh, just so they get the, the frequency and train them to fatigue. And I'm not talking to, if you feel anything in your low back, you're not using your abs. Okay. So you want to keep stable. And that's super important. Um, so decline crunches, you can add load uh, to your chest. Uh, you can also add load to your legs if you're doing uh, hanging leg raises. Um, I would might include some uh, bicycle crunches just to get those obliques or some uh, side raises on a 45-degree back extension. You lay laterally. And that'll open up your QLs as well um, for some da- uh, back pain. Uh, so... I know this podcast um, was really designed to, to get you uh, lean and, and have your abs pop, uh, but it really comes down to, to diet and consistency because we all have abs underneath uh, what we're carrying. It's just, we all are born with muscles and we need muscles to move and they're naturally there. It's just through training and stimulus that they get better. But if you really want to present a, a high quality midsection, it's really getting down to that lower body fat percentage. And I don't want to give a percentage because if I give percentage, everyone's different. There's visceral fat, which is around the organs. Then there's uh, subcutaneous fat, which is around um, is, or sorry, underneath the skin. And so what you're trying to do is, is get your skin as close to the muscle as possible uh, to really present that physique. Anyways, uh, I wish you knew the best uh, this summer. I hope you kill it and uh, sustain it, right? Summer shred and sustain it. And I hope you have an awesome day and thanks for listening. 